0: Our Gospel reading is from Luke, the third chapter. In the fifteenth year of the reign of Emperor Tiberius, when Pontius Pilate was governor of Judea, and Herod was ruler of Galilee, and his brother Philip ruler of the region of Iturea and Trachonitis, and Lysanias ruler of Abilene, During the high priesthood of Annas and Caiaphas, the word of God came to John, son of Zechariah in the wilderness. He went into all the region around the Jordan, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. As it is written in the book of the words of the prophet Isaiah, the voice of one crying out in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. Every valley shall be filled, and every mountain and hill shall be made low. And the crooked shall be made straight, and the rough ways made smooth. And all flesh shall see the salvation of God. The Gospel of our Lord. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. This Advent, I have been listening to the voice of Mary, the mother of Jesus, All through Advent, as we prepare for the coming of the infant Jesus, Mary is part of the story, even though she isn't named until we hear her song in the psalmody on the fourth Sunday of Advent. So I began Advent listening to her song and picturing her, not as we see her in museum portraits, or Christmas plays and pageants, but the Mary who wasn't from an influential family or even an important town. The Mary who was probably brown-skinned and lived in a rough house with mudded walls and a dirt floor. The Mary who was poor Illiterate, pregnant, and unmarried, and enslaved. This Advent, our gospel readings are from Luke's gospel. And in Luke, this lowly servant girl, Mary, is the first person on earth to use her voice to tell about God coming on earth. The first one to name and praise the great things that God has done. The pregnant young woman who physically carries Jesus into the world as a newborn also bears God into the world with her words. And now in today's gospel reading, we hear another voice. John the Baptizer, who is crying in the wilderness, quoting the prophet Isaiah, he too is a God-bearer, bringing the living God into the world. Both Mary and John use their voices to name who they know God to be and declaring the truth of the promises that God makes and fulfills in our lives. We talk about this same pattern in the Psalms, where the songwriters first say who God is and then appeal to God to act in ways that reflect what they already know about God. These appeals testify to the steadfastness of God, who was and who is and who is to come. Importantly, the emperors, governors, and high priests, the politically and socially powerful people who Luke names at the beginning of this passage, they aren't the ones entrusted with the good news of God's coming reign. Instead, it is given to Mary, and now to John, to proclaim the good news to those around them, even at great cost. Mary could have faced stoning for being pregnant with someone else's child. And as Methodist pastor William Lamar IV wrote in a recent essay about John's proclamation, spiritual leaders who leave the social order uninterrupted don't get beheaded by the state. The disruptive gospel that Mary delivers is that God has scattered the proud. He has brought down the powerful and lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things. And while we will hear John's message of repentance in more detail next week, In verses 4 and 5, he declares that when the Lord comes, every valley shall be filled and every mountain and hill shall be made low and the crooked shall be made straight and the rough ways made smooth. Advent puts us on alert that changes are coming, that God's kingdom coming on earth will look different. Like Mary and John, as people of faith, we know God as one who listens to us and who responds to us. We are confident that God is steadfast and present with us. We believe that God's coming on earth will mean the world is reconciled, not divided, peaceful, not warring, and hope-filled, not despairing, changed from the one we are experiencing now. We carry this vision for God's kingdom into the world by our actions and with our words, not just because we want to be nice, but because like Mary and John, as Christians, we too are messengers for God entrusted with a responsibility to bear God's love and mercy into the world around us. Surely one of the ways we prepare for the Lord is here in worship. Worship isn't a spectator sport or a performance given for our benefit. We are participants, active and invited To use all of our senses to praise God through the music and the liturgy, taking in the colors of the seasons on the pyramids, and remembering the light of God with the candles. Surrounded by elements of God's story, we're reminded that God's story connects to our own story Worship is also where we clear our minds of all the chatter and noise of the world and stop to listen to God. Sometimes we talk to God in prayer, but in the silence we offer God is where we can hear God speak to us. Worship is where we are reconciled with each other in the sharing of the peace. Which isn't just a casual greeting, but sharing the restorative gift of God's own peace with each other. And worship is where we lay down our burdens before God and receive the bread and wine that nourishes us for the journey of discipleship. And then we are sent out into the world as messengers and God bearers. This Advent, I've been wondering, how do we bear God to the people who aren't in worship? Another way to ask that is, where do we show up and reveal God to others? Or how can we be the capital C Church in the world, unafraid to love and live like Jesus? Whether with our words or with our presence, we bear God into the world when we show up. Before the weekend snowstorm, there was a meme or a picture on Facebook that showed one of those electronic programmable signs over the highway. The sign read, Lizard Warning, Saturday to Sunday and it was captioned, you had one job. In this life of faith, we have one job, and that is to carry the good news into the world, even when it is costly or disruptive. Let us pray. Holy and disruptive God, thank you for your promised Son, Jesus, coming as our Savior and Lord. Awaken us to the world's deep need. By your Spirit, help us use our voices to carry your love, mercy, and forgiveness into the world. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.